Hello and welcome to Fandom Fever, where our Skeletor voices are better than yours. <laughs> I can't do a Skeletor voice. Yeah, that, that wasn't even Skeletor at the end, that was Papyrus from Undertale. I think I was doing the Wicked Witch. Yeah. So, how are you doing today? Doing good. Good. How are you and, doing, Kurt? Andrew's two uh, thumbs up. Kind of getting over a cold, to be honest. Yep. Yeah, us too. But yep. we're back and we're ready to go. So, I mean, I've still got a little bit of cough. Thanks so much for saying so. <laughs> so. So, moving on into our first topic. Uh, Batman. Batman has a new combat armor suit. Yes. And, and huzzah, it does have not have nipples. Yes, now he can kill people even better. I hope not. I it From the Justice League trailer, it looks like Batman's not going to be going around killing people. So Ooh. I'm happy about that. But what do you guys think of the suit? Well, I think that he stole Catwoman's goggles. <laughs> yep. Th- those goggles look kind of weird. I think that he's clearly missing some nipples. Those um, abs. Those abs. <laughs> the suit looks cool. I just don't know about the goggles. Like, the rest of the suit looks fine. You know what, what weirds me out in, like, every single Batman outfit, except for, like, some of the Christopher Nolans, is that the cowl always has crazy neck veins popping out of it, and it's like, yeah, okay, that's just a little bit weird to look at. The thing is that in the Michael Keaton Batmans, and I, th- I think going through the 90s as well, oh, yeah. they could never move their head. Oh, yeah. It was always just like, that was even That wasn't even a problem in uh, Batman Begins, and then they changed it in The Dark Knight, and, like, I remember... It was really, really, like, they were trying to find a reason in-universe for why he would change his outfit. And then they just realized, why don't we just make the reason he can't turn his head that well? And they stuck with it. Did they, did they actually say that in the movie? Yeah, in the movie they said he, That's like, awesome. he couldn't turn his head that well, so they got a new outfit. And now he can turn... I liked the Dark Knight outfit. I just did. Well, the thing is, he changes outfits every five minutes. Does he really need a reason? <laughs> uh, yes. Wait, no, he's Batman. What I kind of like about the shot, though, it might be just me, but this looks like it belongs in the DC TV style. Ooh. I mean, just something about the graphics, the way that the um, the way that the framing works, the stuff on the side. It just it looks like it could be out of an episode of Legends. It sort example. of looks like an engineer. Yeah, pulling a crank. Yeah, next to like whatever he's working on on the on the right of him. Mm-hmm. So last Giant thoughts. Anvil. Uh... Okay, uh, good suit, no nipples. Good, good, covering all the bases. Mm-hmm. He's Batman. The The only thing I have to say is I, I'm not a fan of the goggles, but besides that, the armored suit looks pretty cool. Okay, moving into the next topic. All right. So it is confirmed that confirmed. we are getting a Jurassic World trilogy. Woo! Yes, that has been said. Hooray! So has dinosaurs. Yay! So first question, uh... Did you guys like Jurassic World or what? No. Are you kidding? It was actually pretty good. I liked the end with the raptors fighting the big dinosaur, and that was really, really cool. But, like, okay, okay, maybe maybe I, I was a little bit harsh when I said no. It's not a good movie, but I had fun watching it because it the, the, the movie did exactly what it meant to do which is dinosaurs killing people dinosaurs danger dinosaurs and that that's that's what that was it had some issues yes its issues were had, were had, in story you had star lord trying to do a dance off with raptors yeah it had cool things which made it an enjoyable movie but a good movie it 
there was no story to it other than dinosaurs in your face dinosaurs 3d dinosaurs here's what i thought about jurassic world the first time i saw it i really enjoyed it the second time i saw it i was actually really bored and i realized that the story was actually pretty weak until that final dinosaur fight Yeah, i like the final dinosaur because that dinosaur fight was incredible but the rest of the movie like i i feel like the plot weighed a little bit thin and didn't put a very good taste in my mouth going into the future for future movies. What I want to say about this, though, is that it feels like it's a world-building movie. Mm-hmm. If you treat it as the, the first entity of a trilogy, you know, which they've got to think that we're sinking this level of cash into it, we are going to make more than one movie. Mm-hmm. And okay. it shows that they put a couple things in there, like they had the guy getting off the island again with more embryos. And honestly, that feels like with the way that they're trying to say, you know, raptors in combat, you know, putting them alongside special forces, things like that, having a raptor squad, that style of thing, it honestly feels like they're going to end up going into that with the next movie where they're going to be having them deployed somewhere and think that, okay, you know, so we'll just send in the raptors and they'll clean up the stuff and then there'll be no more terrors. Okay, I can sort of see the world building thing, but at the same time, they had three other movies like before this one this is this isn't the first of the Jurassic world universe it's like it, it's coming they, off of at least like even if you didn't see the second and third one cuz the second and third one weren't weren't good no one forgot the first one even even the younger generation at least knows what happened in Jurassic Park which is they put they put dinosaurs in a park that didn't work out very well the dinosaurs got out started eating people Samuel L. Jackson was in it. Mm-hmm. But at least according <clears> to them, two and three didn't happen. That's fine. That's so, perfectly fine. All right. But yeah, you're right. Everything built off of that. It's on the same island. They have half the same stuff still there. Somebody somehow managed to make a Jeep from 20 years ago work again by replacing a battery. But <laughs> the okay. point of it is that, yes, you are correct. This is a bad idea. Who would fund it? <laughs> but... <laughs> like. I mean, that, that that's sort of the biggest problem I had with World. Like, it, I sort of, like, accepted it because without this big glaring, like, plot hole, or I guess it's a plot hole, without this big glaring plot hole, the movie couldn't exist. I just thought to myself, you guys did this, like, a while ago. Like, you put dinosaurs on an attraction, said everything was perfectly safe, and then just waited for everything to go wrong. Like... This happened before. This happened in the past. It already happened. Mm-hmm. And then, then you're like, no, 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 no. But now we're making it safe. We're going to make it safe for the people. Well, what do you think they did the first time? Just been all like, okay, little kids, go over to the raptors and hope they don't eat you. Well, um, 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 um life, life finds a way. Life finds a way. <laughs> but uh, going off this, so what do you guys think that the Jurassic World 2 and 3 are actually going to be about, like... Okay, well, I say, uh, just because I already kind of got into it, that they're going to have them deployed somewhere, you know, in some war scenario, or in the back of some super, super ultra-rich Middle Eastern guy's backyard. Yeah, uh, I I was definitely kind of thinking what you were thinking, because, I mean, the whole thing about the first movie was about um, having militarized dinosaurs, that that's what they wanted to do, that's what they were moving towards, the embryos went out, like you said. Um, and I think that's definitely a great way to go, but 
I think we're missing the big picture here. Dragons. What? Dragons. Dragons. People what are you sick. talking about, Khaleesi? People are sick of dinosaurs. People want dragons. Are they? They tried that already. Did Ewan they? McGregor was in it. It stunk. What? What was it? What did they... It was, it was some kind of post-apocalyptic <laughs> thing that they had flying lizards that because of some type of, you know, um, explosive breath, they had fire-breathing explosive capabilities. Explosive breath. I want you to know I was completely kidding. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> so, for, for, for your idea for the movie, I imagine the title is going to be Jurassic World 2, Threat Level Raptor. How about Jurassic War? Jurassic War Z. <laughs> uh, no, that, that would sort of allow them to get away from the, ex the, from the expansion thing, because at this point, it would have to be Jurassic Universe. <laughs> See? Oh, that is true. I mean... That the, 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 they basically got the whole naming convention of Mario now, where it's like they had Super Mario Bros, then Super Mario World, then Super Mario Galaxy. You're running out of room. Oh, I hope now, not. Okay. <laughs> Super Mario Multiverse. For me, for me, I don't really know what they're going to do with the second and third movies, but here is what I hope, hope, hope beyond hope, they do not do. I hope that they do not have people on an island or some other closed-off area fighting or running away from dinosaurs and trying to escape because we've had now count them four movies of that happening two of them i don't care if they're non-canon they still happened at a point in time and we saw them happening just no, that's that's sort of why it yeah. seems like a good idea yeah. to have it in like a desert i like or your idea a mall i like your or idea something you know, have have dead rising with dinosaurs what if what if like dinosaurs got lost in like uh or not lost but Released into like Mall of America. Left for dinosaur. Left for di <laughs> mod makers. <laughs> your turn. Go. You know, because I I actually think that was the only like okay. Let me put it this way. This movie is terrible, beyond terrible, and I realize this. But I th but I got just a teensy little bit of enjoyment out of seeing the little baby Godzillas released in the uh in the building in the Godzilla movie. Oh. The American Godzilla movie. Okay. Oh, okay. Not oh, well, a good movie. Sorry, you but you, you kind of yeah. jumped. Yes, there. I, I know. I I know I jumped, but I'm just saying that, like, going off the topic of what we were saying about mm -hmm. like dinosaurs lost in the mall, like I think that showed that it can be done and done really cool. I actually have a closer connection. Uh, have you seen Jur uh, Jurassic Park two? Oh yeah. Yeah. The yeah. end of Jurassic Park, where the dinosaur was crashing around the city, like. In, in fact, that's one of the only good parts of Jurassic Park 2, is having the dinosaurs doing something other than being in an enclosed place, randomly chasing survivors. Well, let me ask... There, sorry. There is a delivery method that we can do, and if you want to make it campy, it works. Dino-Nado. Yes. <laughs> I agree. Second one can be called Dino-Nado 2. Here comes another one. Uh, come on don't go camp like you can tell great stories using this and another thing like going off this mall thing or like if they're sent out into war or whatever uh what could be really awesome um what is the best scene from jurassic park one uh arguably the part where they see the dinosaurs for the first time and you hear da 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 da. Well, that da, too. Da, da, and da, da. the reveal with the banner coming down and the T Rex going right near the end. And okay, the, what's the third best scene? Oh, and the part where the two kids are in the kitchen hiding yes. underneath the thing and there's the raptor. 
Yes. Okay. Now make a whole movie out of that. Them two kids sitting in a kitchen waiting for a raptor to come eat them? No. Well, I mean, just put them... In a them... food court. Uh, yeah. yeah, put them in a food court. Put them in, uh, like... I mean, even, like, malls by us. Think about, like, any mall just releasing raptors in the mall. How cool would that be? Not Okay, not not that it would be cool in real life, <laughs> but, I mean, it would make a cool movie. I'll be honest. It would, it would boost uh, popularity in Macomb Mall because <laughs> Macomb Mall has no popularity right now. But... The the biggest problem for this, can you imagine what would happen if it walked in on a typical mall audience? They'd immediately get out their phones like, ooh, and then the entire thing would be eaten in about four seconds. It'd be a very short movie. Oh, yeah. I'm, or, like, what about a theme park? Release they, Raptors in Disney we World. We just left there. Yeah, we did. We just left that. Oh. Uh, I'm st- I'll be honest, I'm still holding out hope for Dinonado 3. Our lawyer made us change the name of this movie so we wouldn't get sued. <laughs> Uh, I just, I really hope that, I, I hope... I hope someone caught that reference. <laughs> I really hope that they haven't just come to the conclusion that, oh no, Jurassic, Jurassic Park, this franchise Jurassic World, it, uh, it's campy, it's just, th- this is just popcorn movie, we don't need to make a good movie. I want to see, and I think it's possible, to make another good Jurassic movie. All, all of the characters from Jurassic World were the most stereotypical, blandest, wheat toast things that I have ever seen. I'm not going to argue with that, like, but I think that the main character, maybe not as a character, but at least the idea that he was like one guy who could like train raptors and... Plot device. Yes, it's a plot device, but it was a good plot device. It's, it's one thing that i did like about the movie i will say it's sort of cool that like that angle existed in the first place i just wish that any of the characters were anything more than easily digestible stereotypes i just want to see somebody ride a dinosaur when are we gonna get that one day riding a tyrannosaurus rex anyway okay so it'll have to be a person riding a raptor riding a motorcycle yes oh uh also playing a card game because they're on a motorcycle oh and they'll have to be on fire yes with lasers. With, with the chain. Okay, good. Speaking of which, thank you for bringing that up. S.H.I.E.L.D. is coming out. Yes! Next Agents week. of S.H.I.E.L.D. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, Thursday, 10 o'clock? I think it's Thursday. Thursday, right? Yes? Yeah. No, Tuesday. Tuesday. Comes Tuesday. on Tuesdays. Tuesday, 10 o'clock. Okay, I was close. We had to start with the T. I am very excited for it. Now, I imagine most of the people watching will think, Oh, S.H.I.E.L.D. That's lame. I remember hearing about that show, like, back in 2012 or something. Watched a couple episodes. Super lame. Really dumb. It was, it was very, a very serial, super campy, really lame. No. Bad. Uh, it's on Netflix. Uh, basically, once... It, for those Just of you... For, for, the, for the clarification here, it is not a Netflix show. This is an ABC show that happens to have a ton of stuff on Netflix. And every time that uh, the season, every time the season ends on ABC, the entire season immediately goes to Netflix. Uh, that's how it happened with season three. Now, uh, for those of you who don't know, Agents of Shield runs parallel to all of the Marvel movies. So whenever a Marvel movie comes out, they have to do a crossover episode. And when the Winter Soldier came out, uh, spoiler for a movie that came out in what 2014. <clears throat> Uh, in the Winter Soldier, Shield completely crumbled and fell, which swept the swept the legs out from under Agents of Shield and made it super awesome. And for the next two and a half seasons, it was really really cool. 
And that was part of the reason why it was so slow going, because they couldn't actually develop anything for six months. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll be honest. I really, really liked half of season one, the, the latter half. And then after that, that, I didn't stop liking Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It mm -hmm. continued to be very, very, or very, very good. So, on to season four, Nicolas Cage is going to be, uh, Ghost Rider is going to be in it. Nicolas Cage is not going no, to be in it. No, not Nicolas Cage. You know that they actually contacted him? <coughs> not even joking. They act Marvel actually contacted Nicolas Cage to see if he wanted to do a cameo or something, <laughs> and he turned it down. Which brings me to a very uh, big point. Ghost Rider is going to be in it. Johnny Blaze is not. It is not going to be Johnny Blaze. It is going to be... Uh, human. His, his name's Daniel. It's, it's good. I think it's Daniel. Uh, it's the new Ghost Rider that came out like a year or two ago. Uh, basically, he's just another Ghost Rider with his own story that I never cared enough to read about because I just read it and I'm like... Okay, Ghost Rider, you do your thing, and I'll do mine. But in... in it's, oh, what were you saying? No, but he's still a guy on fire oh, yeah. with a bike and a chain. Yeah. Uh, in continuity of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., we're pretty sure... This, I don't think it's confirmed, but they've been talking pretty heavily about Ghost Rider being an Inhuman. Inhumans being people with superpowers. Watch the show if you want to know more about Inhumans. Uh, that's actually really, really interesting, because... Every time that something, like, possibly spiritual or weird shows up, or, like, from the comics shows up in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, it always seems to have some sort of, like, thing that makes it not spiritual or magic or something. With Thor, it's like, oh, well, it's just science you don't understand. With Scarlet Witch, it's, oh, it's, well, once again, science you don't understand because it's from Thor stuff. But, like... In the comics, it's just magic everywhere. With Scarlet Witch now, it's like, scepter powers, question mark? Uh, e e even in uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., the third season features some pretty heavy, like, uh, like religious overtones. Uh, you'll understand what I'm saying when you watch season three, and I say win because you really should watch it. It's actually really, really good. Uh, I, the last episode of season three came on, like, yesterday. And once again, I absolutely loved it. But, uh, like, they they managed to explain one of the biggest things in the world that I don't want to say outright because I don't want to spoil anything. Like, as a, as a natural phenomenon that could exist, or, like, quote-unquote could exist in terms of science fiction. But, uh... Hail Hydra. Oh, uh, Hail Hydra. I'm glad that there... Hydra is not a thing forever. I'm glad about that. Uh, what else do we got going on? Well, we got some Pokemon news. Pokemon! Um, some weird stuff. We have these new creatures in the game. We don't even know if they're Pokemon. They are called Ultra Beasts. Ooh. Uh, we really don't know much about these weird creatures, but... Well, this uh, first one at least looks like she belongs in a Japanese horror movie. Oh, yeah. I see the tentacles. UB-01's body is composed of a glass-like substance. However, it is constantly changing shapes, never settling on one. While evidence of something like a survival instinct can be observed in UB-01, no one knows whether it has a will of its own or any emotions. It's said that, for some reasons, its movements resemble those of a young girl. So yeah, it's definitely out of a Japanese yep, yep. horror movie. 
see the tentacles. So I've been hearing some weird theories about these things. Like one of them is that they're actually Aliens. like. Well, I was gonna say like humans that were like turned into Pokemon. That's creepy. Okay, why is this creepy? Why is why is Pokemon getting creepy? We left that in Lavender Lavender Town. The weird thing of it is, we don't even know if these things are actually Pokemon. That is true. So we might be looking at fusions or something. So let's That's go crazy. on to the next one. What could it be a fusion of? So we Whoa, have beefcake. So we have you be you on the juggernaut. What are you? It's like a weird bug. It's like man it's thing. like if a mosquito got all the blood from Hulk Hogan. This is the and tick. now here oh, it's the tick. <laughs> Alright, okay, okay. Uh zoom in so that I can Alright. Quartmaster. Alright, I've got I've got to do this in the voice that I think it would have. The extent of its strength is unknown. Its entire body is covered with bulging, powerful muscles. The further force of a punch powered by these muscles would be off the charts. Its distinctively long mouth is said to be harder than diamonds. Could the Ultra Beast also use it to attack? <laughs> well, that was great. Oh, my. Uh, anyway, it's so creepy. So that is... Uh, Absorption. Yep. Absorption. Zero two. These are. What are you? I don't even know if they're like legendaries what or. What is this? So, this this kind of still goes with my theory here because these are all humanoid. Yes. They have two uh, arms, legs, head, distinct. This is creepy. Why are you creepy? Oh, this what is Lady Gaga. You? Oh, okay. I mean. Yeah, that's Lady Gaga. Why don't we start with her? We just came off of American Horror Story. <laughs> so this is UBO2, the beauty. beauty. Yeah. All right, all right. Uh, I'm let's let's see. Okay. Its narrow, graceful legs allow it to accelerate with such explosive speed that people claim it can dodge lightning. It is said that any Pokemon that sees UB02's beauty, regardless of its own gender, will become infatuated with it and lose the will to battle. The exact reason for this reaction, whether it is an unidentified pheromone executed by UBO2 beauty, or a hypnotic effect induced by its appearance, has not been determined. You know what these remind me of, now that I just realized? SCPs. Yes. This reminds me of SCPs. The, I was just thinking that. The, that wiki with all the creepy monster things? Oh my god. This, this actually does. It's really weird. These are weird. Now, Gaga is supposed to be only in Moon. Oh, that's strange. Um... Okay, the tick is on sun, and we have no idea about um, the Japanese ten horror monster. Girl. It's yeah. so weird. This is weird. It really is weird, and it's like, but you gotta give it to Nintendo for doing something completely different. And yeah, putting it in This whole thing is their off-the-wall expansion. And putting it in one of their most successful IPs. Yes, go Nintendo for your original ideas. Well, I mean, you also have, like, basically Delta Species Pokemon that are the Alola regions, which it, it has been said, um, it's not confirmed yet, but it sounds like, at least uh, from the Korokoro leak, what it looked like, it was in Japanese, so I, and I didn't translate it, oh, but it me. looks like Alola forms... Uh, will be imported into Pokemon Go. Very cool. Are these abominations of whatever going to be in Pokemon Go? I don't think so, no, because I, I, they haven't even got to Generation 2 yet. Good, because that Mosquito one, I'm very worried if I were to find that one walking down the street, I'd well, just 
Well, that that that's what happens when uh, a mosquito sucks the blood of the Incredible Hulk. Yeah, it, I feel like it would just look at me and be all like, "Hey, look at me, I'm the trainer now." <laughs> so, uh, one more thing: as Nintendo or Pokemon uh, Game Freak has been pumping out tons of stuff like crazy recently, we also have a new show called Pokemon Generations, which looks like it'll be a successor to pokemon origins cool and so we're gonna get i don't want to call it a more adult but a little more mature uh pokemon anime a little bit more violent and this looks like it's gonna be a youtube exclusive show uh it's gonna be about three to four minutes per episode so micro episodes type of things i think it's supposed to be a weekly series uh, you guys have seen Origins. I have not seen Origins, but I've I heard of not. it, and I've only ever heard good... Th- oh, you, ha- you haven't? I have not. I have only ever heard good things about Origins. I imagine you've seen it. Yes, it. Uh, I really enjoyed Pokemon Origins. It basically follows, like, the story of the original Pokemon Red and Blue. Um, it, like I said, it is a much better story than any of the Ash things. You have a character who actually wins... And, like, but every time I think of that show, it, it always comes to mind, like, this one scene at the very beginning, like, one of his first battles where it's uh, red versus blue, and uh, where Squirtle jumps onto Charmander and just, like, bites him, and, like... I remember this. I've and, actually seen this, actually. Yeah, and Charmander's just, like, screaming, like, in total pain, and still, like... That was one of your favorite moments? I'm just saying that it's a moment that, like, to me, jumped out at me that, oh, okay, this is a different kind of Pokemon. Okay, I can see that. They're more literal. Yeah, and, and they don't say their names. Like, it sounds like Pokemon Generations will probably go in that direction. We don't know. But I, I'm glad to see, like, higher quality Pokemon content being put out. I imagine that when they were making this show, like, the writers were just thinking to themselves, hey, Peter. How you doing? <laughs> the first two will launch September 16th. Cool. Very, very cool. And it's going to consist of 18 episodes. Wonderful. So, I guess that brings us to the end of our show today. Thank you for watching, and we will see you next time. Later, Goodbye. <laughs>